Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to another one of our programs. And today, Melinda, our co-host, is going to bless you with a special message that uh, the Holy Spirit's giver for you. So listen closely. Hey, Melinda, thank Uh, you for sharing. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here with you and Frank. Always such a blessing to come on the program and share what God has uh, given me. And uh, today, I just want to start out by saying, before we even get into the message, that the Holy Spirit spoke something to me. You know, the Holy Spirit speaks to us. It's in the Bible. He spoke. That's what He does. He speaks to people inside. And uh, I heard this inside of my spirit. And this is what he said. He said, I'm getting ready to pull back the curtain on evil. I'm getting ready to pull it back. And when I heard that, immediately I had a vision. It took me back to long ago when I was a little girl and I watched the uh, story of the Wizard of Oz. I'm sure you've seen it. Frank's seen it. We've all, I I saw it multiple times. And I saw the wizard behind the curtain. And, you know, he pretended to be somebody he wasn't. That's why he hid behind the curtain and come, people would come to him and he would tell them different things. But one day, the little dog Toto came and he got that curtain and the dog pulled the curtain back. And when the dog pulled the curtain back, everything was exposed. It was exposed of who he was, really was and what he was really doing. And that's what God's getting ready to do in this hour. He said the curtain is getting ready to be pulled back. So I just want to share that with you. Many have prayed for our nation and cried out to God telling you God has not forsaken us. He hears our prayers and He is going to answer. And there is going to be uh, a day of reckoning for those who are doing evil things. And so, uh, get ready. The curtain's getting ready to be pulled. Praise God. And I just wanted to share that before we get into the message. But uh, I'm excited today because we're entering into a season of Thanksgiving, which is next week. And I just want to say happy Thanksgiving. Have a blessed Thanksgiving from all of us today, right? right. Uh, We hope that you uh, can spend time uh, with family or each other or whoever, but that it would be a blessed time. But um, the title of my message today is kind of unusual, but the Holy Spirit led me to it. And it's called uh, Turn Your Frown Upside Down. And I just want to show you because I ran uh, this off so that you could kind of see. It's kind of cute, isn't it? But anyway, uh, it's just interesting how when the Lord puts something in my heart, how He'll lead me and guide me to things and He puts this all together. It's pretty amazing. But that's what He does. The Holy Spirit leads us and guides us in the way we need to go and the things we need to say. So what does God say about being thankful? What does he say in his word? You know, we need to live every day and have an attitude of gratitude, don't we? Need to every day. Uh, It shouldn't be just, oh, well, we get together and we have Thanksgiving once a year and we're thanking God for the food and for our family and for our blessings. It needs that needs to be something that we need to do every day. So what does God say about being thankful? The word of God says, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving. 
let your requests be made known unto God. Now, uh, what I want to point out in this scripture is it says, give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances. It doesn't say give thanks for something bad that's happened in your life. Uh, you know, oh, thank you, God, that uh, my loved one died today. Thank you, God, that I was in a car wreck today. No, that's not what it's saying. It says through those bad situations, through our troubles, through our trials, we're to find something to be thankful for when we're going through those. It's easy to be thankful when everything's going well. It's easy to say, oh, praise God. Thank you so much, Father. But when things aren't going well, that's where the true test comes. Can we still look around and find something to be thankful for regardless of what has happened? Amen. That's the test. It's basically called the sacrifice of praise or the sacrifice of thanksgiving. So, and, it, and then listen to this part. It says, but in everything you pray, you go to God with your supplication. And then it says, with thanksgiving. So we pray, we present our supplications before God, and then we thank God. So thanksgiving is very important. I heard a great man of God say one time, whatever you forget to thank God for, He'll forget to give it to you. I never forgot it. That was Dr. Norval Hayes, by the way. Uh, it also says, only fear the Lord and serve Him faithfully with all your heart. That's what we're to do. So what is the meaning of thanksgiving in the Bible? Well, thanksgiving in the Bible means a response to God's goodness and grace with gratitude. The word for thanksgiving in the Old Testament actually meant to raise your hands to God in gratitude. Raising your hands saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. You know, when I first got born again and the Lord led me into a charismatic uh, body of believers, I mean... When I walked in there, I would say uh, probably 95% of the people in that congregation, I mean, when they were worshiping God, people were lifting their hands. I'd never seen that, never seen it before in my life. I didn't know it was scriptural. Um, I didn't know that that was something that is talked about in the Bible, but it is. It says lifting holy hands. It says lifting holy hands to God. Uh, I think that part of that is that you're surrendering to God. Uh, by lifting your hands, you're surrendering yourself, your spirit, your soul, your body to Him, everything. It's like I release it, I let it go, amen, uh, type thing. But anyway, it took me a while to get used to it. You know, the flesh feels very uncomfortable sometimes about things that is scriptural and that God really wants you to do and would be pleased if you would do it. But finally, eventually, I, I got over and uh, crucified my flesh, and I just am not ashamed to lift my hands and praise God now. Amen? And so, uh, you know, sometimes uh, God will, when we're obedient to do what God tells us to do, uh, God will give us that thing we're believing for. Sometimes He, as an act of faith, He'll speak to us to do something that maybe the flesh doesn't want to do, but yet in obedience we do it. One time He told me, get down on your knees Right now, get down on your knees. Well, nobody else in the church was on their knees. It was a time of praise and worship. And I was embarrassed. My flesh didn't want to do it, but I got down. Guess what happened when I got down on my knees? I had my eyes closed. I had a vision. I had a vision. I've never had a vision before. And I saw the earth. I saw like I was out in space. I could see the whole entire earth. And I saw the glory of God begin to come down over the whole entire earth. And the Lord said, I'm going to pour my glory over this earth. So I know it's going to happen. I don't know when, but I saw the vision of it. So I was very blessed. So it pays to be obedient. 
So lift up your holy hands and praise the Lord. Amen. Did you Can have make a quick comment about sure, that? Sure, sure. Uh, all the years that we've been involved in this, uh, I've also learned that that one act of obedience during that time, in some cases, when you do that, it would break something. Yes. And it would sweep over the entire congregation. People on the you'd get up and suddenly see everybody's on it. Exactly. Place. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It breaks something. Yes, yeah. I agree. It can, it I can agree. trigger an event. Sometimes like it's that. not just for us, sometimes it's, it's for, for the, the whole world. body. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's good, Frank. That's really good. But the word uh, the word is uh, good, the word is true and God talks about thanksgiving and being thankful all throughout His Word. Uh, the Bible encourages us to be thankful. Uh, the word thank and the variations of thankfulness is at, uh, quoted at least 139 times in the Bible. And thanksgiving in the Bible most often refers to thanks directed directly to God. Um, but we need to express our gratitude, especially to Him, because after all, He is our Creator. God created all things. He created this earth. He created the moon, the sun, the stars. Uh, he gave you the breath you breathe. You should be thanking God every day that you have breath to breathe, you know, and uh, that you're, you know, uh, doing well. I mean, maybe you're not where you want to be right now, but thank God for where you are right now and what you can do. Amen? So God is good, and um, he, he inhabits, it says, the praise and the thankfulness of his people. Amen. So what does it mean to be thankful to God? People who are thankful to God are thankful for those who take care of them, uh, you know, or minister to them as well as God's blessing to them. Uh, thankful people are content. They're content with where they are and how God is dealing with them. Amen. I want to read uh, several Psalms to you now. One is uh, not the whole Psalm, but just parts of them. The first one I want to share with you is Psalm 106. And it says, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. How good you are. Your love for us continues forever. Who can ever list the glorious miracles of God? Who can ever praise Him half enough? Happiness comes to those who are fair to others and are always good and just. Amen? Um, another one is Psalm 107. It says, Say thank you to the Lord for being so good, for always being so loving and kind. Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Tell others He has saved you from your enemies. You know, we're supposed to be telling people that God is good. God is good. You know? And God takes things that happen in our life that the devil meant for evil. He tries to steal, kill, and destroy. But God said He's come. Jesus came to give us life. Life, not death. Life, more abundantly. He sacrificed His life so that we could live forever with Him. Amen? But, but He has done all this for us, and we should be thanking Him for, if nothing else, for eternal life. The fact that we're all going to heaven, we're going to live with Him forever in a new heaven and a new earth and be reunited with our family members and friends that are there and, and, and live a beautiful life the way it was intended to from the beginning. Amen? So we need to take time to praise Him. Listen to this scripture in verse 13. Then they cried to the Lord in their troubles and He rescued them. He led them from the darkness and the shadow of death and snapped their chains. God can snap every chain in your life. Whatever it is, He can do it. He's well able to do it and He wants to do it. 
He's not going to do it because you're good enough. Don't think he won't do it because of your past. God doesn't care about your past. If you've, if you've repented and said, God, forgive me, it's washed clean. He doesn't even remember it no more. In fact, when you go back and try to start talking to him about it, I'm sure he's just, uh, he, he's going like this with his foot and thinking, what is this dear child talking about? I've already, you know, the slate's been wiped clean. She, they're white as snow. It's not there anymore. Amen. It's been washed by the blood of the lamb. So there's numerous reasons the devil will come to you and say, well, you're not going to get this from God because of this or that. You don't have anything to be thankful for. Oh, yes, you do. And one reason you might not be receiving is because you haven't been thanking God for it before you see it. We must be thankful. We must thank God as if we already had it. I think I shared that in one of my previous messages uh, that I brought forth. But be thankful before you see the answer. Let's look over now to Psalm uh, 118. 118 says, Oh, thank the Lord, for He's so good. His loving kindness is forever. Let the congregation of Israel praise Him with these same words. His love is... And loving kindness is forever. It says, let the Gentiles convert convert chance also, saying, His loving kindness is forever. In my distress, I prayed to the Lord and He answered me and He rescued me. He is for me. Right there is enough to thank God for you, that the Lord is for you. He's not against you. The devil is the one that is against you, not God. He is for you, it says. He is for you. Do you know that He goes before you and He will make every crooked place straight. Amen? In your life, if you just believe him. It says, how can I be afraid? What can mere man do to me? God's on your side, brother and sister. He's on your side. It says, the Lord's on my side. He will help me and he will let, he, no, let those who hate me beware. Why does the scripture say that? Because you better watch out when you fool with God's kids. Amen? Watch out. We're God's kids and He takes care of us. Amen. So I'll give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. His love endures forever. He's so good. So, you know, we all go through difficult times. Uh, we're not, just because we're born again, we're not... Uh, subject to uh, we're not put in this little bubble and you know everything's perfect everything's wonderful oh praise god we don't have any more troubles right bobby we don't have any more trials right frank no it says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivers them out of them all not one not two not ten from the beginning of your life to the end it says he will deliver you out of them all but you must trust in Him. Amen? So when things are difficult and they're hard, sometimes it's hard for us to get our frown turned back to the smile. This upside-down frown, we need help getting it back up where it needs to be with this smile on our face. Amen? And so we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord. You know, King David went through a lot. Uh, a lot of people in the Bible went through a lot. Joseph, all the saints of God went through trials and tribulations. But you know what? They encouraged, especially David, it says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. How do we encourage ourselves? Well, we go to the Word. We begin to seek the Scriptures, and Psalms is a good place to go, and begin to just read the Word out loud, and read them like He's talking to you. And then thank God. You know, when I read them, I thank God after I finish. I say, thank you, Father. Thank you for, uh, for this. I shall not die, but live to tell of your good deeds. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that. Thank you because you're thanking him for his promises. And God is not a man that he would lie. His word is true. Amen? Yes. Amen. 
so. We need to encourage ourselves as King David did. We don't need to let those unpleasant circumstances ruin our day, steal our joy. You know, just how many times have things happened? You know, it, it can even be a little thing, but it just hits a nerve in you. And all of a sudden you've caught this real negative attitude and you're carrying it around. You know, and people can pick up on it, can't they? They can pick up. They know when you're not in a good mood or a foul mood or uh uh-oh, watch out. Something's happened today because let me tell you, people can feel it. People people can even realize it by that upside down frown that you got on your face. Amen. So uh, push through, though, and move forward. We need to push through those times. We need to move forward and we need to uh, say, right, then, you know what, devil? You're not going to ruin my day. I am going to continue to find things to be thankful for. I'm going to continue to move forward and, and, and not let this ruin my entire day over this situation because I'm going to turn it over to God and let God deal with it. Amen. So how are some of the ways that we can uh, get over these uh, hard times or these difficult things or maybe somebody's cut us off in traffic and just almost hit our car. Oh, isn't that fun when that happens, you know? Uh, somebody was just cutting me off on the way here. I just, There was a cop there and I said, get, get her, get her. <laughs> I didn't say it the mean way, but I thought, well, you know, you kind of deserve to be be gotten when you cut me off, you know, when I'm trying to get onto the interstate, right? Right? So, but anyway. So, Lord, get her. Yes. It's a get her. No, I was telling the policeman to get her. The the state highway patrol was sitting right there. I don't know. Maybe he was smoking a cigarette, daydreaming, whatever, but he didn't see it. Amen. So, but anyway, moving right along. (laughs) Okay. Some of the ways that we can... Uh, get out of these funk moods, I call them, is, is I've always said this, whenever bad things happen, uh, whatever it is, and you're not in a good mood, immediately you need to say, you know what? I'm going to be thankful, but I'm going to be a blessing today. I am going to do something to be a blessing and encouragement to others. So how are some of those ways we can do it? Well, we can go out and give a smile. Amen. Yeah. Give a smile. You know what? Sometimes we can't see everybody smiling with these masks on, but I can read their eyes. I can see that, you know, if you look at somebody's eyes, you can tell if they're smiling or if they're, you know, happy. And uh, also, you know, open the doors. I have tried to open doors this week for numerous people when I'm out. And they're always so grateful. One lady had her arms full and was trying to open it with her leg and come through and all this. And I just took that door and I said, come on through. And then I was at a restaurant and there were some elderly people and they even, some of them had walked. And uh, I was with a friend, and when the door opened, uh, one of the men opened up the door. I said, no, let me get this. And then I opened it. They thought, surely I would want to barge in front of them. I said, oh, no, you were here first. You go right ahead. I let them all ahead. That's what we're supposed to do. You know, you could be making somebody's day. All of a sudden, someone has got this frown that's upside down. That could make their day, and all of a sudden, they've got a big smile on their face. So we need to give compliments. I just told the girl up front, she was. She said, oh, go on back. She opened up the door for me. I said, I love your hair. Well, did I say that because I didn't really love it and I just wanted to say it? No, I liked it, but I complimented her. I said, oh, I love your hair. She said, thank you so much. She smiled. You just don't know. That's right. You know, I had a woman, listen to this. My mother was in a facility and she was put down with other people who were fighting Alzheimer's and dementia. And my mother was in there for three months. One of the healthcare workers came up to my sister and I and made this comment. She said, your mother has changed my life. And I said, and how did she do that? 
she told me that I was beautiful. And I could tell that girl got tears in her eyes and she said, I will never forget your mother. I will never forget her. And she said, I'm just telling you, she's changed my life. And I really felt like the Lord showed me that no one had ever said those words to that woman. Now, she wasn't beautiful on the outside. She wasn't one of these people that you look at and say, oh, my God, they're drop, drop dead gorgeous. No, she wasn't dead ugly either. Okay, but I'm just telling you. No one, I don't think anybody had ever said that to her. And here my mother was now fighting this disease mm -hmm. and telling people in that nursing home, or it wasn't a nursing home, it was a, a assisted living. She was telling them how beautiful they were. She was telling people she loved them. And I said to my sister, look how God is ministering through our mama with this, what, yeah. what she's fighting. Yeah. Look at what he's doing. Even through that, God was using her to minister life and love and joy because body when they put on songs she was up doing a jig and they loved it and they would get up and dance and she she just brought great joy to the atmosphere she changed the atmosphere and that's what we need to be doing we need to be changing our atmosphere and bringing a smile bringing thankfulness into a situation and gratitude where there isn't any the whole room can change because of you and because of your attitude. So we need to be thankful uh, for what God has done, but we need to help people too. We need to help them. Also, we can pray for people. Call someone when they're on your mind. I tried to call somebody this past weekend. I didn't get them, but I left a message and I said, you know, I've just been thinking about you and I just wanted to call and check on you. Okay? Just getting that can just make you feel, hey, well, somebody cares. Yeah. You just don't yeah. ever know. Some, and then she, she did contact me back said, so sorry, I missed your call. And I said, that's okay. I just want to know if you were okay. So just little things. It can be little things. Little things can be like monumental things for somebody who's mm -hmm. going through something. It, it, really, it really can. So call people. Uh, you know, uh, we need to give smiles. I've, I've said that in compliment. We need to remind ourselves that there's a God and remind us that there's a God that loves you, that He walks with us, He hears our prayers, and He answers us. And you know He's touched with everything we go through. Don't think that Jesus is not touched. He is because He's already been through everything that any human being on this earth could go through. So, you know, our attitudes can make a difference. We can rub off on other people. We can change the atmosphere if we remain positive and thankful. And you know, I want to just say this. Uh, I used to say to my mom sometimes, I'd say, you know, my sister's mad, Vicky's mad, or so-and-so's mad, and here's what my mama would always say, well, they just got to get glad. <laughs> and I just love that. I love that little say. She said, well, they just got to get glad. And that's what I'm going to say to you today. You might be mad. You might be mad at the world. You might be mad at your family or mad at your friends or whatever you're mad about. Just turn it over to God and get glad. Just, just be a light. What, what is good does it do to, to just let your whole day be ruined and full of darkness? And, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, devil's going to come try to put depression on you and I'll tell you all these lies. And if you entertain it, you'll swallow it hook, line, and sinker. You'll, you'll swallow it. And uh, that's his goal. That's his goal. Uh, so we need to stay in an attitude of thanksgiving and gratitude to God and take time every day to take a praise and thankful break. Amen. We need to take time every day to thank God, uh, whether it be morning, noon, or night. Take take time to uh, thank God for things. And uh, I have a little uh, prayer that I wanted to pray out of this book. 
um, and it's, it's different declarations. And this was a real good one, and it fits in with what we're doing today. But I just want to everyone within the sound of my voice today, this is my thanksgiving prayer for you. So I just want you to receive it and listen to these words. I decree today that you will find continual reasons to pause and give a shout of praise and thanksgiving to God. I say that that uh, every past, every element of opposition that you go through, you'll still find a place to praise and thank God. May there be a shout in your mouth, rejoicing in your heart, dancing in your feet, and a clap in your hands. I decree that you're quick to fall on your knees in worship and thanksgiving to God. I say that you are released into a mighty, crazy praise. Amen. I declare that nothing will steal your praise and thanksgiving. No demon or evil spirit can steal your praise. No person or circumstance can rob your praise or thanksgiving to God. I prophesy that you are impacted by sudden and overwhelming praises that well up from deep within you. I speak that you are given to pause from what you're doing and take a moment to praise and thank God for what He's done. I declare that you'll see all the reasons around you that will spark a, a reason to praise and thank God. I say that you'll see glorious greatness of your God in every situation, and you will be overcome to pause and take that praise and thanksgiving break. Amen? Amen, amen and amen. 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 Uh, Psalm 145.3 says, Great is the Lord. And most worthy of praise, His greatness no one can fathom. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Oh, Melinda, thank you. That was a wonderful Thanksgiving message. Well, you know what? We got to get this like this. <laughs> yeah. uh, smiling, right? Yeah. And we need to remember that. And we need to help others do that also. You know, if you just take time to reach out to somebody... You don't know. You don't realize how you could change their day. Oh yeah. There's some people that feel like no one cares. Yeah. That no one cares where they live or die or what goes on, and you could be the instrument that God could use to let them yes. know that that's not true. Yes. So share with others this Thanksgiving. Share a smile. Share a phone call. Share. Uh, open the door, like Melinda said. There's all kind of things that you can do that will help people to see that they're important, that they're not forgotten. Amen. Amen. And, and you know, another thing is I'm teaching my little grandson, he's eight years old, to say thank you when people do things for you. We not only need to thank God, but we need to thank people. We need to say thank you. You're welcome. But we need to thank God for things and show your appreciation for what someone has done or given to you. Uh, that's very important. You know, when the lepers in the Bible came to Jesus, you know, and, and they had leprosy, they uh, he healed every one of them. Every one of them were healed. Only one came back. Only one came back and kneeled before God and said, thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you for healing my body. He said, where are the others? Where are the others? See, thank, being thankful to God is very important to Him. It shows Him that you love Him and you honor Him as God Almighty in your life. Amen? Amen. He is the miracle worker. Amen. Frank, you got anything you want to add? Well, you know, uh, as the Word says about uh, a child of God, we have three things. Righteousness, peace, and joy yes. in the Holy Ghost. And 
hopefully that joy will bubble up and come out and express itself. Amen. And one way is, uh, like you said, helping others and saying thank you. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah. The joy of the Lord, it joy says in the, the Word, is our strength. Is our strength. Is Amen. Our strength. That's where we get it. Yeah. Amen. Well, well, we wish each one of you again a wonderful Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving full of peace and a Thanksgiving full of joy. This is Bobby. And Frank over here. And Melinda. Saying, God loves you, my friend. Yes, you. And so do we. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening.